so uh, we were invited for Shabbos, the Kavol, and uh, you noticed, right? I think, hopefully you noticed. No, we didn't notice you were wearing it already. Um, I took a brown with me, this way you would notice. So uh, Friday night we had a question and answer session with the Bell about them. And then Shabbos Day, uh, Rheingold had a question and answer session with the, the, the ladies. Um, one of the questions which came up in various different, various different forms in both settings was this desire to have a feeling of, of having a relationship with the Kodesh Baruch Hu and feeling in many ways disappointed that they don't feel this relationship with the Kodesh Baruch Hu and how should they deal with that? So I'm going to give you a long version of the, the, sh- the short answer we had to give in the context of the, the question and answer sessions. There was a young man who was here in yeshiva, very intelligent, good learner, well casted, you know, nice young man, very low self-esteem. And the way he got self-esteem was by people telling him that he was a good person. He was dating, and he was having difficulty in dating because uh, the feedback came back on a regular basis that you know, he was very uh, he is he was he, he was spoke about himself a lot. He was self-centered, all these different words, etc. What was happening? It's just he's trying to find a, a, a wife. What does he want in a wife? He wants in a wife a person who's going to tell him that he's a good person. Because he needs that feedback to feel good about himself. So instead of focusing on what he can give to a woman and communicating that, that she should want to be married to him, the message which was communicated to the women he was going out with was, I want you to give to me. Now, most women want to give to their husband. They're very happy to give to their husband, etc., but when they're dating and when they're married, they want to hear that their husband is focused on giving to them. And then they're happy to reciprocate and give back to their husbands. But the husband's focused on what he gets out of the relationship all the time. They feel that they're not being understood, they're not being cared for. So this was a problem which was going ongoing again and again. And I multiple conversations with the, the young man about this challenge. He's a fine person, a sweet person, he cared other people, etc. But this issue was so painful for him, and so significant for him, that I pushed him to go to therapy. I said, I, I said, I said if I get a phone call for a, for, for a referral for you for a day, for, a day, for, for marriage, I said, I, I, I'm going to say the following. I'm going to say, you're a fine, sweet young individual. You need a wife who gives you tremendous respect and, 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 and recognition. And when you get that, you'll be able to give to her. But it's going to be rocky because she's going to, you're going to, ha- she's going to have to be very good at that. And if you don't want that to be the answer, you're going to therapy. <laughs> um, she went to therapy. I didn't, I didn't twist his arm, 
right? He went to therapy. And he definitely was making some progress, etc. And then I got a phone call from the therapist to tell me how well he's doing, that I should reinstate his, his dating. Um, I lost all respect for the therapist because he had manipulated the therapist into this. He still wasn't where he needed to be. I, said, I asked her, is he sharing this with you? Is he sharing this with you? Is he sharing this with you? He said, no. He said, so what do you mean he's ready? We come to Kodesh Boruchu, we want Kodesh Boruchu to smile at us. We want Kodesh Boruchu to say we're good people, that he cares about us and he likes us. That's a, that's a very significant need that we have. Because if we feel that we're worthless in Kodesh Boruchu's eyes, we really can't forget about ourselves. So we have this challenge of low self-esteem. So people who have low self-esteem tend to take their self-esteem meter. They, wear, like, they walk around the whole day with a cuff on their arm measuring their blood pressure. But they measure their self-esteem pressure. It's a meter which measures their self-esteem. Am I, go- am I doing good today? Am I a good person today? Do people think I'm a good person? Are people giving me positive feedback? This is called Redifus of COVID. What's a person want these right after COVID? Like, you know, what, what, what's pushing him? COVID means that you're valuable. I mentioned Derek Costco says that everybody needs a spoonful of COVID every day. We need to know we're valuable. If we know that we're valuable, great. If we don't know that we're valuable, we have this bottomless pit we need people to tell us, you're valuable, you're valuable, you're valuable, you're valuable. Because we don't believe it. So you spend her whole day worrying about what, whether somebody thinks I'm a good person or not, or whether somebody likes me or not, or whether somebody thinks, you know, you know and I'm constantly worried about, and I'm writing after COVID. So we picture, like, you know, that this, this fellow has this delusions of grandeur, that he's a wonderful guy, and that's why he's running after COVID. Well, Adam, it's the opposite. Because he has the exact opposite. He needs to get the cover from people. A person who feels totally good about himself, he knows he's a good person, etc., has no need to flaunt it. It's not important to him. He knows he's good. They talk about this concept, you know, this, this phenomena, and what's called the nouveau riche. The established rich people don't go around flaunting, you know, that they have, you know, their, their wealth. The guy who just made it to the big leagues, you know, he just made it, you know, he gets the nice car. I mean, the nice car. Right? And he gets the nice suit and the nice hat because he has to show everybody, I'm, I'm here. But the people who are there don't spend their time doing that. They have better things to do with their life. Better ways of spending their money. So this, we have this challenge. So the same way that's true in the in, 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 in individuals, we, we measure our frunkites. How firm was I today? Like, how good was I in my Avodah Hashem? Does God like me? Do I feel the Russian's presence? Am I close to him? Is he close to me? We're, we're constantly grappling with these feelings, with these emotions. So, Revolva in the Al Shur Kalibayas has a parrot called Frumkite. So, it, it's. 
there's actually a kuntras from Revolba, which I, I saw once upon a time, which has mu- this, this, the, the parak of Rinfrum Kite is, is, is a kitzer of that, that kuntras. Um, sadly, I, I don't know where to get my hands again on that, that, that kuntras again. Um, he says, Frum Kites is an instinctive nature of a person, egoistis, Egoistic, in case you don't know Hebrew, means egoistical, egotistical. Anarchist means it's self-centered. I, I, I need to feel good about myself, so I'm going to take upon myself all these different chumras and do the, all these different kasadim and all the different things I'm going to do because this is why I feel good about myself. I don't feel good about myself intrinsically, so I need to fill up that hole. So it's about me. If you're in a relationship with, the Kodesh, with, with your, your wife, and that's why you're doing, you know, you know why you take out the garbage because you want your wife to like you. Don't get married yet. You take out the garbage because you want to give to your wife, not because you want your wife to like you and think, say that, think, not think good of you. So I. I, I'm and I get the best fill-in because this way I feel good about myself. I'm doing the Mrs. Right. I, I want a Machra to get the best fill because I, 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 I want the version the of the Mrs. should be done properly. It's not about me. It's about the British alone. See, Kulz Rebbeinu Yerna. Chavi Vodim Shinebe B'Tselem. Mishnah. Chibi Yosef Nisera Nodas Lush Shinebe B'Tselem. Chavi Ben Yisrael Shinebe B'Tselem L'Mokim. The most important thing to Hashem is, is, is human beings. Kaiso knows that they're bottom lamakim. Rubachar bottom mikol ami menasal nasatarvaso. It's a very important thing that we should know these ideas. Vaal aliyos veinov loy rasha bifneyatzu v'lasadik bifneyatzu. You shouldn't be spending your time where your Bible touches it, discussing are you a rasha or are you a tzadik. That's not the goal over here. Vesitiras adam. It's not busy feeling close to God. It's not the goal. Just do what you have to do. Do not think about how far you are. Do not think about how close you are. Because that's what you have to do. The mission is telling us we need to I- integrate into our minds, integrate into our beings. The, the Bershom cares about us. The Bershom likes us. So I don't need to constantly question that. We're not the biggest Sadiq in the world. We're not the biggest Russia in the world. It's not important. Yes, I'm not the biggest Sadiq in the world. All right? 
I was wondering about that, and I found out. No, I know that. I'm not the biggest article. I'm not the biggest Russian in the world. I also know that. I, there's no competition for biggest Russian in the world. I, there's, somebody can beat you. I promise you. You have to do what you have to do. And wherever you're holding, if that's where you're holding, that's what you do. As I mentioned, that uh, it's a different type of relationship. It's a relationship of focused on giving, not on getting. It's a relationship focused on having a confidence in the relationship. So you have uh, two couples sitting by the chasna. And one couple is the Hassan Kalo. So the sparks flying, you know, the mamash, they feel so close and the warmth and the connection. It's like, and you have the, the Altabab and Altazeda sitting there. They're married 65 years. There's no sparks flying. This, but they, they're confident in the relationship. Which one's closer? The one who's like all excited about how close they feel, the one which knows how close they feel. Because they know that intrinsically, it's part of their being already. They know that, they're that they've been through life together. They've been through experiences together. They've built, they raised the family generations together. They, they, they're confident in the relationship. They don't need constant reminders how much they care about each other. They know it. How much the husband has to remind how much his wife loves him. The wife has to remind how much her husband loves her. It, you, of course, you say it, you know, you give, etc. But they're not walking around with this need, oh my gosh, I feel so empty today because my husband didn't tell me that I'm wonderful. Rechama Shane, in her book, All for the Boss, has a story. She was engaged to Marcia Shane. And she, they were traveling one time, she and her cousin together with her parents, they got on a bus, so the cousin and sat next to each other. The parents ended up, you know, different sides of the bus. So she made a comment to her father, Rabbi Yaakov Herman. He says, you know, Papa, you know, this is a and I are closer to you and you and Mama. So he answered, he says, Mama and I are so close that we can be, be the two ends of the world and we're still close. But you don't have that yet. Right now you need to feel that closeness by being together. The mission, the point of the mission is that keep you here in the das of the seller. We need to integrate that into our beings that we are the, the apex of creation. Not because we did wonderful things, not because we didn't do wonderful things, because the Bershom made us, he made us to be the apex of the creation. You are but on the mockum. Absorb that. Know that. Trust that. In order to test it. Does he like me? Does he not like me? You know, you have the, 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 the daisies. Does he like me? Does he not like me? You know, right? So there's, there's a common th reality in the beginning of a relationship that they test. Right now, something else is drawing you. Do you am I more important to you than fill in the blank. So the, the wife has to go out and take care of something. The husband says, you know, do you mind getting one thing more for the kitchen? What's he doing? His so wife's going out with the friends and he's busy testing her to see if she really likes him more than the friends. The husband has to go to Seder. The wife says, oh my gosh, I feel so sad you're going to Seder. What's she doing? She's saying, I'm not sure if you like me more than Seder. 
So uh, she's not confident in the relationship. But the other person probably doesn't understand it. All they hear is, I need to go, and this person doesn't care enough about me to want me to let me go what I have to do. So it kills the relationship. The demand for the interest destroys the relationship. You get the exact opposite of what you want. And the same thing is true by Kodesh Baruch Hu. You want to be close to Kodesh Baruch Hu. If you're busy worrying about what you feel, you're busy worrying about you, and not Kodesh Baruch Hu. So the version says that right, but the, the person who's self-centered there's not enough space for the two of us. When you're thinking just about you, there's no room for Kodesh Baruch at the end. It's about you. So you get the exact opposite of what you wanted. And that's, that's painful. I, I once asked my Rebbe this question. This is, so I don't know, I read, you know, saw some safer that if a person feels the, the, the regish of Shabbos, it's a rise to Ben Olam Habba. Now, so that meant if you didn't feel it, you're not Ben Olam Habba, and I didn't feel it, you know, Shabbos is Shabbos, I don't know, I don't know. I, they do what I'm supposed to do, but I don't know, I feel different than Shabbos, you know. So it must be not Ben Olam Habba, which is very painful, so I asked my Rebbe, what about that? So my Rebbe <laughs> said to me, uh, this goes back, I don't know, 35, over 35 years ago, he says to me, Rebbe Leo is already married, so and tells you're married to Kol Rebbe. Yeah. Rebbe Leo, Rebbe Leo, he says, maybe Kodesh Baruch wants you to be Ayman and Shabbos, but not feeling like that. That's what he'd like you to do. Give him a, a Shmir Shabbos, which isn't about how good you feel about yourself. Give him a Shmir Shabbos, because that's what you want to give him. It's like, wow, I never thought of that. I mean, I'm serious, I never thought of that. It was like, you know, like, it was like, it was an eye-opening moment that we're here to serve. We're here to give. To a Kaddish Baruch The Russian, if he wanted to give me that feeling, he'd give me that feeling. He doesn't want me to have that feeling right now because he wants me to give it without having the feeling. Because then it's real giving. Then it's, so this, this regish of, we don't feel, we don't feel the closest to Kaddish Baruch Yeah, it's frustrating. I get it. You know, we would like that the, we would, that, we would daven and we would do mitzvahs and we would be energized by them and we'd feel close to Kodesh Baruch and just feel holy and I, I get it. And it doesn't happen like that. You know, the days are dry. And they're frustrated. But what that means is you have a greater opportunity to focus on that you, you want to give to Kodesh Baruch You want to serve Kodesh Baruch You have Yira, you have Ava. Ava is not about getting, it's about giving. Here is about responsibility. Both of those things say, do what you got to do. Because you got to do it. It's the right thing to do. Give. Yes, at some point, you'll realize that compared to where you were a long time ago, where you are now, you feel closer to God's birth. The person's presence is more real in your life. And there'll be moments where you'll have that clarity. It's but it's moments. So Hashem brings the Kedusha Rim says says that a person walks in this world. This world is very dark. I don't see a Kedusha Baruch Then there are moments where you have the flash. The, the world lights up and you see a Kedusha Baruch Since if you use that moment to focus on the road ahead, you know where to go because you can see the road right now. If you use the moment to look up and say, "Wow, that felt so good," you're busy looking at the lights. When the flash is gone, you're back to square one. You don't know what to do. If you use those moments of feeling close to Kodesh Baruch Hu, saying, oh, ah, 
That's motive. Let's, therefore, I want to give more. But not, how can I get more? You'll be successful. I read one of my rabbis, Yeshiva, Riyaka Kernzik Lebrocha, he says, people are busy trying to chaf malachim. Like, trying to, like, the top is b'shemayim. You're trying to, you know, trich to, 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 to shemayim. That's not how it works. How it works, step by step. It's, it's frustrating. It's, 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 it doesn't give you that, that regish of, of accomplishment. In our society, everything is about the regish of accomplishment. It's just like, you got to feel good. Shira Pesach, very rarely said Shmuzin. He was, like, he was in a, much more into the learning, but you know, occasionally he would end up saying a Shmuz. She says, nowadays, we want, everyone's push-button society. That was about the extent of his English. Right? Push-button society. You push a button, you get exactly what you want. Tara doesn't work like that. Yiddishkeit doesn't work like that. It's years of avoida. It's years of working. And then you see that you have this deep connection. It's the Al-Tabam and al It's confidence in the relationship. It's not the sparks. There are moments of the sparks. A person sees a moment of of siyat A person feels a kesher in a tefillah where they were in Yisraimim. There are moments but that's not what the goal is. One of the Rebbesons tells, one time she had a comment, says, you know, there's people who live their life for five days. They're looking forward to the day they're getting married. And they spend years thinking about the day they're going to get married. Then they have a day for their first looking forward to the first day the baby is born, first child is born. And the child's chuppah and the first day in Nicole. And they spend their whole life anticipating those days. Those beautiful moments of just total exquisite beauty, love, and, and joy. And they miss all the other days which it's, it's, it's diapers and it's, it's suppers. Right? I once read a, a, this goes back when I was, 1968. So I was a young boy. I don't, know, don't, me, don't ask me how. I picked up this book. I was reading Hungarian folktales. Okay, so, you know, like, cash of you know. Um, so one of the folk tales was about this person's traveling, he's walking and he's walking and he's walking, and he keeps going, and he ends up like he's the only idea where he is. He looks around and he's starving, he's hungry, so he sees a house, and he goes to the house, and it's this wooden house made out of wood. Walks in and there's a fellow over there who's making, uh, making pancakes. So he says, I'll make you some pancakes, etc. He says, where am I? He says, you know, you're in the Elam Habot. He says, this is, you know, the home folks there. He says, you know, do you have a wife? He says, yeah, I have a wife, but she didn't come with me. I said, why not? Because in this world, you can only make it here if what you've accomplished down there still exists. 
So I was a carpenter and I made very good furniture. So my stuff is still, still existing years later, so I'm still alive. My, my sons all help me. He says, my wife, she cooked and she baked and she baked and she cooked. There's nothing left. We ate every, every drop of it. So she couldn't come with. That was the stupidest folk story I ever read in my life. She made human beings. She made him. She gave him love. She gave him support. She, she made him. She made pancakes. I said, I only know how to make his pancakes. My wife used to make who knows what this. And she made him gross. She made everything. So the roasts are gone. But you're right. When you're making roasts, you don't feel exciting about it. The furniture, the furniture looks good. Oh, my gosh, look, you know, it's 300 years old and it still looks beautiful. You know, you know. And the roast is long gone. You can't see it. That's something to do with reality. We're, we're creating things every single moment. So I, and I said over a, a word from the, the, the Shir Das, which I've said before, but uh, in the context of the person's question, I, you know, I felt it was appropriate. Shir Das says, right, a person makes a mashu of a change. It's very not satisfying. Right? You know, I come to Rosh Hashanah, Tavshin, Pegimel, and say, you know, I am a mashu better than I was from Rosh Hashanah Tavshin Pebez. What I, I grew a mashu over the whole year, and it's really not. It doesn't feel good, you know. You don't see the success. You're a different person. Uh, yeah, I, I have come on to one more bracha. Let's make it very concrete, right? Last year I used to be able to have, focus during Shmonesterek during five brachas. This year I was able to get up to six. Whip they do, right? This is a toast. She says, imagine a soccer field, gigantic field, covered with sesame seeds. One sesame seed high. You almost don't see it. They're very small. But the reality is that there's billions of sesame seeds on that field. Now you've got a second layer of sesame seeds on top of the first layer. You almost don't see the difference. But the reality is that you had billions of sesame seeds. Because a human being is not a little what you see in front of you. That's a human being. He's in the show, which is which is mechuber to the gatzabriya. He's mechuber to the beginning of the creation to the end of creation. He's mechuber to the to all the leilamos, and he is mechaber. One more bracha means the whole universe changed. It's almost imperceptible because all you see is that one sesame seed higher. But the reality is, you change the whole bria. So if you're going to go with the Sprungkite meter, it's really not, it's, it's not satisfying. If you understand what it means to be bottom of the if you understand what it means, you have a confidence in what it means. The Bershom is giving you a role. You have the Krik Hamda. And you're going to move through that role slowly but surely. And you'll go forward and you'll go back. But whatever you do is the Bershom gave it to you because he believes that you are significant. And you can integrate that into reality. You change the whole Bria. And he says, and the mushal doesn't explain the, the real nimshal. Because in the mushal, the second layer doesn't change the first layer. The first layer remains the same, and the second layer is on top of it. The human being is not like that. If you're a mashu different, 
you are a whole different Bria than what you were before. You just can't see it. You can't measure it on your frum kite meter. You know, the, the whole Bria has changed. You have changed into a whole different being. And with that, the whole Bria has changed. There's a person who's moved forward in his avoida, a mashahu. That changes everything. But the, that's the point of the Mishnah. That we need to be noidasal, we need to integrate that into our reality, that we're born in Lamakum, that we have the Klichemda, that we're with Salam And have no doubt about it, that we need to be constantly given this divine smile. Wow, you're good. By feeling this presence. It'll come. And if it doesn't come, it doesn't come. That's not why you do Avaita. But it will come. Seven covered love. Why do I say suffer? Why is that important? Because you need to know that you're valuable. But don't run after it. You'll get you'll 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 integrate that 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 understanding of how valuable you are to Karashborhu, to the Bria, to your Khabarim, to Kla Yisrael. You'll integrate that into yourself. And when you do that, you'll be able to be the person who can focus on Hakim being a true Ayvad Hashem, with true Avas Hashem and two years. Thank you.